Hello, race fans, and welcome to the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Your host is champion driver Wayne Johnson, who will be telling the stories and talking to the people that make the sport of sprint car racing great. Hey guys, Wayne Johnson, Wednesdays with Wayne, episode 62, just got done with Peevely, two-day weekend at Peevely, and uh, was faring pretty good on Friday night, uh, Magbox took a crap and kind of set us behind the eight ball there a little bit, but uh, on Saturday just wasn't very good, I was a little bit under the weather, didn't feel that great, and uh, just nothing went right on Saturday, I guess you could say. You're just right into it. No, how you, how's it going? What we've been up to? You just going right into the race results? No, just I didn't know how else to start, so we just started with that. <laughs> okay, well then we'll just go from there. I'll give you some race results and we can chat. Uh, like you said, two day weekend, Peevely uh, Federated Auto Parts Raceway at I fifty five. Friday night there was twenty seven cars. You qualified in the second group. You qualified seventh overall, which puts you starting third in the first heat race. Finished fourth. And actually, that was an interesting finish because uh, Hod actually got you at the line, but a yellow came out at the exact same time. So should have been fifth, but you got lucky, got fourth. Rather be lucky than good any day. That's what they say. So Our that car. had you starting 10th in the A feature, sorry, starting 10th in the A, and then that was the DNF with a 22nd place finish uh, at lap 15 pulled off. Yeah, we were uh, pretty decent, uh, you know, qualifying effort I felt really good about. We went early, but and that kind of saved us a little bit because I think the racetrack slowed down a little bit. But, uh, you know, like I said, rather be lucky than good. But definitely got some speed in the car. And then in the heat race, starting third, I don't know if you wanted to be in the inside roll or not. Felt like I spun a little bit on the start. And then Sheldon actually dove in under us on the start of the race going into one and then got all messed up and got running around there like i said we run fourth for 10 laps basically or nine and a half laps and then he passed us going into one uh coming to the checkered or whatever but then uh, jason sides blew up and but the leader had already crossed the finish line so uh they backed it up the lap and rescored it and i scored me fourth so that made me start in 10th in the feature and felt like for the first uh eight or 10 laps we were decent there rolling around there pretty good just maintaining I think we're 11th or something like that and uh just engine shut off just completely shut off and uh we went into the work area and the boys put a mag box on mag box on we went back out and uh you know i didn't think it was going to start but then it it finally did start once we got enough rpm in the in the engine from the push truck and it started but it just didn't sound right wasn't sure what was wrong with it and must have made another five laps or something, and it just, I didn't want to hurt the engine. It just didn't sound right. Something wasn't right. But then when I slowed down to pull off, it died. So I wasn't really sure what happened there. And then got to working on it the next morning, and uh, I think the mag box burned up the coil. And then, uh, or, the, or the mag box burned up the mag cap. It was all burned up on the inside, so I think that's why it wouldn't. Running right, but we put a new cap on it, new mag box. Everything seemed to run fine on Saturday, but uh, like I say, we were just off a little bit. Didn't feel well, and uh, about our best run there was, I'm going to say, the the, the dash, or, I mean the the uh, B main, because started fourth, run second, but 
Felt pretty decent there. Just uh, did you just switch to Saturday mid conversation? Oh, we're did I? About. Did I, I thought schedule? we were talking about Friday. Well, you just kind of went from Saturday DNF to finishing second in the B. All right. Well, well, let me get you caught up there real quick. So Saturday, twenty six cars qualified in the fourth group. So our string of good qualifying draws ended right there. Um, that had you qualifying twenty fourth overall. Uh, starting eighth in the third heat, finished seventh. They were taken sixth, so then you were in the B, started fourth, finished second, put you starting 20th in the A, and finished 22nd. You did finish that race, but holy smokes, I actually had to quit watching at one point when you decided to try the top side and about spun out right in front of the leaders and scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Well, we just, we lost the brakes about halfway through the race and I just couldn't run the bottom anymore. And, uh, like I said, I don't remember where we were. I think we were about 15th or something to run around there and just kind of maintain and just wasn't any good at all. But like I say, I was under the weather a little bit and, um, we're, we're already going all the way to the feature, but ran around there. And then, uh, like I say, the brake pedal started to fade and thought, you know, I better try to move up and run the top and, Got up, moving around there, and, and actually about spun out and no, right in front of Brad Sweet. No and, running the top. That was a bad idea. And uh, just wasn't very good. Our car was off. You know, we just didn't make the right adjustments. But uh, like I say, I was under the weather. I mean, still a little bit under the weather today. It's Tuesday, and just, uh, I don't know. I think it's allergies. I think a lot of people are dealing with that right now. That's my... Either COVID or allergies, whichever. I don't think it's COVID. So I have a question. So when you said you were your brakes were going away and you decided to move to the top, was that a decision made out of necessity? Like you didn't have another option or could you have tried to stay down on the bottom? What? Well, it's just when, you're, when you don't have, a, you know, have a, a very good brake pedal, it's hard to get the car to slow down. So you got to run the brakes really hard when you're around the bottom and, and not so much on the top if you can get your car to slip on entry and just make decent laps. But it just takes more brakes to run the bottom than it does the top. So, but at that point, your brakes were so worn, you needed to go to the yeah, top? Yeah, it was just like, fading. I was, was having necessity. to pump the brake pedal and just was missing the bottom a lot and had got past a couple times and starting to get frustrated. So I was trying to make some something happen by moving up. and You about made something happen. Make some speed, but we just uh, <laughs> was not very good there. But like I say, in the heat race, let's go back to qualifying. Okay. Qualifying, we just dunk up the place. We're late, but we just didn't make the right adjustments and we were really loose. And then uh, in the heat race... Uh, I think we started eighth and run seventh, and they mm -hmm. took six. And then uh, just those heat races are so hard to pass anyway. But And then the B main, we started fourth and made some adjustments. And I just think everything we did on Saturday, we just went the wrong way with everything with the car. Uh, we tightened up when we shouldn't have. And uh, like I say, the engine thing, we were the air was really good on Friday night, and it wasn't very good on Saturday, and we were fighting issues there. We just... As a team, we didn't we didn't perform very well at all, making all the adjustments and and like I say, the driver didn't feel well either. So we were just kind of we're just kind of there. Yeah. But uh, felt like the car was pretty decent in the B main. I was still way too tight, but just uh, out in clean air because I could run around by myself, kind of make it happen. And you know, we talk about this all the time. But when you go to the back, and uh, then you're dictated by the guy in front of you, you know, and then the guy in front of him. And if you go back and look at race monitor and lap times, the races, the the times always slow down as you go deeper in the field, just because uh, dirty air, the cars, and just uh, you know track position. Right. Okay. So compared to last year's um, 
showing at Peevely, you feel like you've made progress? I mean, I feel like even though well, the results sure. weren't any better, I still feel like you well, looked we, better in general. No, our our results are way better. We didn't make the show either time at, at Peevely last year. Last year so, right. you know, uh, that's a, that, you know, if, if you want to take a plus out of any of this, you know, we've made the A main every night this year. Right. So, you know, that's a plus, getting to make laps and learn and getting better. Uh, you know, making making sometimes the right adjustments and sometimes making the wrong adjustments. But, uh, you know, try and error, just got to keep working at it. So, an F for this weekend? Uh, I would say at least a D minus. Okay. You know, on Saturday for sure, because we just didn't do anything right on Friday. You know, uh, I'd say, you know, overall, you know, we got to be in the C's because we started well, just, you know, a part failure kind of. Get you behind the eight ball and then it kind of just slid from there. Yeah, yeah. You know, we didn't even finish. So just, uh, you know, nothing we can do about that. Okay. Outlaw Racing Wings is a proud supporter of the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Outlaw Racing Wings build wings for sprint cars and micro and junior sprints, as well as for all types of wing karting. Champion drivers like Christopher Bell, Wayne Johnson, and Brad Sweet all trust Outlaw Racing Wings for the extra speed needed in today's open-wheel racing. Visit outlawwings.com or the Outlaw Racing Wings page on Facebook and Twitter. Choose the wings the champions choose. Choose Outlaw. Okay, guys, we're back. Kind of nice to uh, have a couple of days. We're just kind of downtown, down, a little bit of downtime. <laughs> It was like, we're where, huh? A little downtime here. Uh, actually, we're at uh, Steve Kinzer's shop. Uh, they were kind enough to let us come hang out here. And got the beef parked and the rig here. And the boys are staying up at the house. And me and Sarah are staying in the motorhome. But, uh, you know, it's pretty cool to get to come out and hang out here. Craig, uh, you know, they come stayed at our house here a week or two ago. And then uh, they invited us over. And it's just pretty cool to see all the, you know, the memorabilia and, and just uh, all the stuff that still goes there's on. There's a lot of history right there in that shop. Yeah. Oh, my God. No. I yeah, mean, there's just so much so stuff much. to look at. Yeah. And it's amazing. It's you cool. know. And then here you got Steve bouncing around like a uh, chicken with his head cut off, <laughs> cutting the grass and <laughs> yeah. going on bike rides. And, you know, he's, me and him had a big, long conversation this morning about I got to get over to the, to the uh, airport where we can go look in the hangar, all the stuff he's got stored in there. And he said it's packed plumb full of, Old cars and race cars and memorabilia and the bus is in there and just he is just telling me all about it. He's got a bunch of uh, antique cars over there and he's got a early '90s Chevrolet pickup that uh, I don't know if you guys will remember these, but they're 450. They they come out with 454 engines and I can't remember exactly what it, what they called, but he said he's got one over there that's got like 85 miles on it that somebody gave him. Really? Years ago, and he's never even titled it. So there's <laughs> no telling there. how much that thing would cost just to title it. <laughs> oh. But, uh, he well, said, surely after so many years, you can just. I got to go look at it. I got to go see some of this stuff. And he said that uh, we'd maybe go over there the next day or two. So that's pretty cool. But, you know, people don't, a lot of people don't know, and I maybe have said this in the past, but, you know, growing up, Steve Kinzer was my hero. And, and you know, and, you know, back years ago, got to race with him at Knoxville and back and forth for the lead. Uh, for prelim night and nationals and then racing with him throughout the years or whatever, you know, uh, you had said something to me about this earlier today. Uh, you know, did you think the little kid Wayne would ever got to come hang out at Steve Kinzer's house and, and, uh, actually see all the stuff, you know, or I don't even know what you said, but it's definitely surreal. You know what I mean? Cause 
you know, Steve Kinzer was my hero growing up. And then, you know, I had all the stuff, you know, you see the stuff in that shop and I'm like, I had that t-shirt or I had this or I had that. And, you know, way before I knew who he was and now we've known each other for quite a few years. But, uh, you know, just like when Craig and, and, uh, Mikey and, and, uh, Michaela came to the house there and, you know, I still got that big, big picture. Yeah. And our hallway is a huge picture of you and Steve. Of me and Steve. So, you know, it's, uh, it is definitely surreal. Pretty cool to just to get to hang out and and uh, we're cooking dinner. We're having steaks out on the grill tonight, and we've made a lot of stuff to go with it. And it's going to be exciting to hang out and and visit. And I told Sarah that if we can get Steve to talk, we might uh, record a little bit of something and add to this podcast. The only problem with that is, is it doesn't hear so good. So I don't know if <laughs> you're not far behind him, hon. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to get uh, get that done or not. But we'll try, guys. We're going to try to add something to the podcast here later tonight and uh you know maybe get a, a little five or ten minute thing out of him we're gonna try to but uh i don't know how he'll feel about it so we'll try <laughs> okay well um we can do a question of the week i've got a question from race Aller, which he has messaged us before i think you know who that is i think i always say that anyhow wants to know what changes to the car do you think you'll have to make as far as heavier duty parts for the race at bristol well, we've already making plans uh, for that. We're definitely, uh, we have like one nut uh, titanium bolts that hold the steering on and stuff like that. It's super light. And uh, we're just worried about steering more than anything to make sure that uh, we're able to steer no matter what there. So we're taking all that off and we're going to, uh, we're still going to use titanium, but it's a uh, more of a bolt situ- situ- uh, system where that one nut thing, sometimes they get cracks in them and, and this, that, and the other. We're just making sure all that's bolted on and then, uh, you know, just more of anything, you know, the we're not really sure what kind of speeds we're going to get there, but just to make sure that all the parts stay on the race car. Right. I mean, that's going to be the biggest issue. And uh, like I normally run uh, aluminum stops on the front. Uh, we're going to run titanium stops there just because of the load. And then, like I said, we're going to we're going to run, uh, may, like I said, mainly just all the steering products and just kind of beefing up the suspension a little bit just to make sure that that nothing comes off because I think that'd be disastrous if something came off or, you know, came loose. And so we're working on that. But uh, also, you know, we've been working towards that. But then we're also going to put a brand new steering gear in uh, for that race just where we don't have one that has any wear in it. And 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 basically just try to put as many new parts on the car as possible to to make sure we don't have any failures. Across teams, um, or even with the series, has there been conversation across teams about these plans? Is this just between your team? Have you talked with other racers about what they're going to do to prevent, no. or is just this is just cautionary on your part? Yeah, we just talked, you know, talked amongst the team and thought what you know, everybody sit down and had a little meeting, thought what we needed to do to make sure that we had the safest car possible, but. Uh, more than anything is just being prepared and having all the uh, the newest parts and don't want to have any steering issue. I mean, me and, me and Jason talked about that a little bit and uh, actually steering KSCs behind on selling st- or making steering gears because some of their parts come from overseas. And uh, but I had a brand new one, so Jason actually bought a brand new steering from, gear from from me last week just to make sure he had a brand new steering for that race. And uh, I think that's the biggest issue is just making sure that the parts in the car all stay together and just have no failures there because you know when when they were there in 2001 2000 2001 we were we're talking 20 years ago 
and I'm from what I'm gathering, and I need to I could Google this and make sure, but but for some reason, 160 miles an hour average came to my mind. Do you think that's right? Well, I feel like I need to Google this. Back then, back then, the race cars were heavier. Well, a little bit heavier. They only made, uh, or you know, they only made 800 horsepower back then, if that. And now we're making 950 plus. So, uh, there the most concerns we've we've talked about is more than anything has been tires. Uh, you know, uh, these tires are I don't know if they're rated for that kind of speeds or or what. So there's been some some talk about the tires and making sure we're having any issues with you know any issues there. But I know that that Mikey has talked to uh, the outlaws and. I think he's even talked to Neil at Hoosier to try to open it up and let us let us bring some different tires, like the old school tires. But uh, haven't heard any more about it. But just uh, anxious to go there, kind of kind of excited to see how it is and and all that stuff. But I'm not sure how the racing is going to be. I think it's going to be super fast and and more follow the leader than than you that I that in my mind that it's it's just going to be so fast that. The dirty air is going to mean everything, and you know Knoxville and Eldora and and like Volusia, those places are super fast, and uh, it's hard to move around there. So mm-hmm. you, if you if you're too, if we're talking those kind of speeds, maybe it's going to be I don't know. Nobody knows. I mean, right? You know, it's been twenty years. So. Well, I'm super glad that it was an invite only, and I'm, I'm you're with the best of the best. You guys do a great job running clean all the time so i don't really have much concern there but it is the pit of my stomach is like oh i might need some wine i'm excited to go there and test just to see you know know. we're going to test there on thursday uh before we race friday and saturday that might ease me a little bit just to go and then maybe see what kind of changes we need to make but you know our wings have got so light you know all these parts are so light now and uh you know i feel like we got the best parts we can have but just a little concerning you know if going that mm-hmm. fast to make sure uh, you know can you imagine a sideboard coming off or this or that and don't give me anything to imagine we my, could, my so, brain can so we think gotta, all day I, I mean i feel like there's some stuff that we need to beef up a little bit probably yeah. but more than anything just uh gonna have as many new parts on that thing as possible that was an excellent question and we're closing in on that big bristol race so looking forward to that yeah it's only couple weeks away yeah so more to come there i have my question of the week how many i don't have it's nothing about a pool or chickens or elephants but it's a would you rather would you rather live without the internet or live without heating and air conditioning the internet for sure for real uh yeah i don't want to freeze to death or burn up all the time. They could live somewhere that you don't need heating and air conditioning. You always have a twist to your madness here. I'm just thinking. Well, where I live right now, I want air conditioner in the summer and I want heat in the winter. So the damn internet, I go back to reading the newspaper. <laughs> well, I don't know if you're going to, you're going to be hard pressed to find a newspaper. That's what's wrong with the world today. You and you people and y'all's internet. You and your internet, sir. Not our internet. No. Okay. Well, without the internet here in the B, we'd be in trouble for TV because we stream all that. So, No, the internet has been nice for working from home situations, so I'm not complaining. Okay, quick break and we'll wrap this thing up. 
Highside Racewear has grown to become a major brand in racing apparel. Whether you're looking for high-quality custom Nomax race suits or embroidered hats, Highside Racewear has everything your team needs for safety and success. Highside Racewear offers custom race suits, gloves, shoes, dye sublimated team apparel, and top-quality embroidered hats, jackets, and shirts. Before you buy from anyone else, check out the Highside Racewear Facebook page or email highsideracewear at gmail.com for more information. Okay, guys, we're back. You know, uh, since we just came back from that commercial break, I want to say that, you know, Dave, he Dave with Highside, he has been super good to me, generous, and I've got some new uniforms that I just absolutely love. They're so comfortable. Guys, if you're needing a suit or a helmet or any of that stuff, it, it, this stuff is totally awesome. Craig Kinzer's on uh, this, this on uh, Dave's stuff now, Jason Sides. Uh, and there's a few others that are, are switching around, but, uh, he got me some carbon helmets and, and I, I haven't raced with one yet because I want to wear out the one that I'm racing with now, but, uh, excited to, uh, help him build with his business. And, but I'm telling you not, not just because he helps me, but the stuff is really nice. It's really comfortable. So if you need a suit, look up Dave. Yep. High side racewear. We always have their link in our show notes so you can check them out there uh this weekend you said we had a podcast listener stop by i actually was not out there because i was hanging out with your daughter and we were having a good time but randy johnson stopped by and said hi so no relation hey just a, randy just a race sorry fan. i missed you just a race fan hung out with him both nights after the races and uh he had said something about hopstad was pretty close so they may Come hang out at Hopstop. Okay, so maybe I'll get to meet him there. Hopefully the weather holds out and we get to race, and Randy can come down and hang out with us at the racetrack. And his his, I believe it was his daughter Maddie was there also. You remembered somebody's name? Uh, yes. That's a ama- that's amazing. But uh, you know, I got to chat with him for quite a while, and uh, you know, very nice people, and and uh, been a race fan for a really long time. So it was pretty cool to uh, you know meet those people, but also you know they're podcast people. So yeah. So, guys, you listen, come stop by after the races or whenever and say hi. I actually, we got away from home without all my um, koozies, and I still have tons of them from last year. I was so good about giving them out last year, and then this year I've kind of well, slacked we're, we're off. Gonna so, home, we're going to be home in a, in a few days anyway. So, so I'm going to pack those back up, and I'll have them with me. We, have, we will have, next week, we will definitely have our wing panels. Yes, we're going to have replica wing panels for sale that you can hang up in your shop or your man cave or kid's bedroom. Uh, still working on a price point there, but we're getting those manufactured this week. So they should be available within the week um, for purchase. Early next week, I'm going to say, before we have them in on hand. So. so that'll be good. So stay tuned there. Um, it's been a minute since I've read a podcast review. And I'm back to bug oh, you. I always forget about reviews. <laughs> Our listener, and I know you know this person, Nick the Hook, said... Nick the Hook. Nick the Hook. Yeah. Love the show, Wayne. Cool to hear the stories and the goings-on on the road. Like the other drivers' crosstalks as well. Let me know when you need an extra hook on the road. Yep, Nick's... I've known Nick a long time, and uh, from he's from the Wisconsin area, the... Uh, he races, I want to call them lightning sprints, but I'm not really sure what they're called up there. But they're like a midget with a wing, but they have 1,200cc engines. They're not like a micro. Huh? So they're called lightning sprints back home, but I don't know what they call them up in Wisconsin. But he races those. You know, I'm, and I may be talking out of turn here, but 
or even know what the hell I'm talking about. But what's new? Nick is a he's triple amputee. He lost his right arm, I believe, and both of his legs at the knee, or right below the knee, and uh, some fingers on one hand. And anyway, he races with all this pros- uh, prosthetics and everything, and uh-huh. it's really cool. I mean, he's a really cool dude, and and I met him through the Fat Fro guys years ago, and and uh, me and Nick always stay in touch when we're close. I've and, met Nick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Nick. Thanks for the review. With that said, guys, if you haven't done so already, if you will rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, I'm back at it, bugging you again, I would greatly appreciate it. Um, If you'd like to share the podcast on social media, send us an email and let us know, and I'd be happy to send you a koozie or a sticker or some other little goodie. You can email us at waynejohnsonracing at yahoo.com. Don't forget to visit the merchandise shop at waynejohnson2c.com. And always, you can follow along on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Wayne Johnson Racing. You can call the voicemail line or you can text us, 405-362-0620. And that's all I have. That's all you have. Man, I'm supposed to have a question of the week at some point for you, but it's not this week. (laughs) You'd have to think ahead of time. But you know what? We talked about names and... I've already forgot a couple of their names, but, you know, hanging out here at uh, the Kinzer shop, there's a lot of guys that come and hang out, and Randy's one of them, and I don't know Randy's last name, but he's been around here for years, they say, and then there was a couple of older guys, and man, I tell you what, there's... Those, I couldn't come hang out with you guys earlier today. Those guys are so full of shit, just like some of the guys we got come around our house, you know, yep. around our shop, so they're everywhere. That's your future, dear. And he has, it's so funny that... They just, they're quirky old men and they have a comment, stories. stories and comments for everything. So yep. uh, maybe I need to start taking notes on some of those stories. Because I'm pretty sure you're, this is like a glimpse into your future. Uh, I'm sure of it. So, well guys, anyway, uh, until next week, uh, keep listening. This has been the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. We thank you for joining us and ask you to tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. Until then. We'll see you at the tracks.